Welcome back to another episode of Three Cousins Do a Podcast. Anime is something we love and has become very popular in recent years. But how do we determine what makes a good anime? Is it the animation? The fights? The storyline? Today, we find out. If you aren't already, follow us on our Instagram page at Three Cousins Do a Podcast and give us a like here on Spotify. All right, guys, enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Three Cousins Do a Podcast. Um, last episode, after we went off the air, the, the conversation went towards Demon Slayer, and I I was very shocked by what my cousins had to say when speaking about the series. And, and it made me realize just, like, while we do have similar tastes, there are our differences, but, like, what makes a quality, like, show or story to you guys? I mean, I feel like in answering the question, the first thing that we have to acknowledge is that everyone is obviously going to have different preferences, you know? So I think I want to preface mm-hmm. this this episode by saying any opinion we have in this episode is just that, an opinion. So, like, if we bash a certain trope that you guys don't like, that it's, it's fine, dude. Like, enjoy your anime stuff. And uh, with that, I will say that I think what makes a good quality anime, and I was talking about this with TJ before, uh, we started recording mm-hmm. is I like it when an anime specifically shown in animes the stakes aren't just like physical fights like I think that's so boring like mm-hmm. if, if if it just comes to down like oh who can punch harder like it's it's really you know like it's it comes across as as boring and and unimaginative whereas if you have an anime where there are sort of different stakes when there are emotional stakes when when the or or if it's gonna if it's gonna be a fight then like what what makes the fight different and it's not just like oh who can punch harder who can dodge who can dodge more you know uh and i think that's what makes what what makes in sort of an anime specifically one that has fights what makes it quality for me yeah i mean because demon demon slayer is a fighting um i mean a lot of action um and Mm -hmm. Like I said, I watched um, the last episode of the second season, and there was that fight that happens. Um, and in the fight, it it was just kind of like there wasn't. I guess yeah, there was stakes. Like you know, like someone can die. There's mortality, but it's like it wasn't that engaging. Um, mm. Like, visually, that show visually is amazing. But, like, the characters, they are characters, but they're not, like, fully... I feel like they're not fully fleshed out. They have a lot of flat... I feel like flat arc characters, no? I mean, Tanjiro, yeah, he is striving to be the best, but, like, that's really it, I feel like. I don't I, I don't agree about Tanjiro, so, but... So 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 with with with, the, with Tanjiro and I, uh, John Luke and I were talking about this a little before too about like uh, how much we love him as like a shonen protagonist, yeah. but like I understand the the you need dynamic characters yeah. in, in any story, but with that being said, static characters aren't always inherently bad either. I would argue, for the most part, Tanjiro is a static character. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think his morals change too much throughout the show. His goal throughout the entire show is to get his sister to become human again. He he is 
while he grows, while he gets stronger, while he learns more, I don't think him as a character changes that much throughout the series. No. And that's fine. He's still a great protagonist. And, like, you can still put him in this myriad mm. of situations. And I like that you guys brought up stakes because that that is also something I love when, like... Because you can only... The, the, the world or universe or whatever can only be threatened so many times right. before it becomes super repetitive. Like, like uh, stakes matter when they're personal to me. And that's why, like, I love a series like My Hero Academia so much because a lot of their fights and everything is not only based on, like, emotion and, like, believing in yourself and striving to be great. It's based on saving people. And Absolutely. that's an interesting dynamic to a fight. It's not just, oh, I have to defeat this guy. It's, no, I need to protect these people. I need to limit damage. I, there are all these other things I need to think about. Yeah. Uh, something that I, I don't like in like anime and everything that is I mean how do I describe this it's just like hype for the sake of hype mm. so like record of the, Ragnarok like, 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 like all the all the, mm. all the like bigger uh, tournament arc fighting shows that are just a tournament arc for the sake of a tournament arc yeah, like I don't. Cause don't get me wrong. When I was younger, I would I loved action. I yeah. loved like the fights and everything. And I I, I st- fights and everything are still a huge part of uh, anime enjoyment for me. But it's not the main reason that I'm I'm watching it. Right. If any if anything, a fight is just another medium or vehicle to tell a story. If the if there's no story or like stakes in the fight, I can't go. Yeah. I don't care like how like impressive. Uh, the animation is or anything like that. Yeah, it looks good, but where's the substance? Where's the meat? And I, I would argue, yeah, where's the meat? And I would argue that at. Demon Slayer does have that tar- does have that substance and does have that um, like character to it. I feel like and, and like uh, I don't go know. ahead. Like the characters, you, you you can have like your you know your individual reasons for loving them because they do have their you know their personalities like. Um, you know, Zenitsu mm-hmm. is like, you know, he's got the weird thing where he falls asleep and then he's powerful, whatever. And, you know, it's like, that's what he does. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got, you got, I forgot his name, but the guy with the mask. You forgot Inosuke's Inosuke. name? Inosuke. How dare you? Yes, yes, him. Although I, I just don't like him. He's annoying. But whatever, regardless, wow. like, you know, you can, like, identify these people and, like, be like, oh, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. But they're just still not, like... I guess because they're kind of flat, it's just that it doesn't feel dynamic enough for me to me yeah. to make me care. But also sometimes like the villains that they fight, they're not like, you know, villains that we've seen before. It's just like a new demon and it's like, Oh, okay, we gotta kill it. Yeah. And it's just like, Okay, mm-hmm. cool. And that's like the fight. Them like fighting this demon. Yeah. And But all those demons come from the same place. The same person yeah, that they're trying right. to reach. But it's like it's like it, it's it's like all the Fire Nation soldiers that they fought before getting to the fire. Yeah, but the Fire Nation soldiers were just like two seconds. Like they're spending a whole like episode on fighting this demon, you know. Type I thing. mean, I guess um, I, I guess if we if we if we want to take like anime or, or story structure and we want to and we want to look at characters and uh, and plot in terms of like an equation, right? I think having st- static characters is okay. As long as, like, one part of the equation is a variable. You know, so it's like, 
you have shows where both the plot and the characters are static. That's like your crime procedurals and all the shows that are like Monster of the Week. You know, nothing really happens. It's just the same characters doing the same like story. And then you have shows, yeah, Scooby-Doo. yeah like Scooby Doo, and that's and that's fine in of itself if you're not looking for anything like too deep. And then you have shows that are that have one or the other is is a variable. I, I feel like Demon Slayer falls into into the category of like the characters aren't really like too dynamic, and so they're kind of a constant. But what's a variable is is the plot and the setting and everything else. So it's not it's not it's less about. Uh, it's less about seeing the characters change and seeing how these characters uh, interact with the world as the world changes and as they are put into different situations. Yeah. yeah. I also feel like I, I wouldn't necessarily call the characters in Demon Slayer like flat. Uh, it, it's more so rather than them being like grounded because I, I think like realism is, is a big mm. thing nowadays in terms of like you will have those like grounded complex characters. These characters or the characters in Demon Slayer they feel more so like Legends, or like a ja- or like characters true. in like a Japanese folk tale uh, or myth. True. Very true. Um, they're very yeah, they're caricatures. Um, especially in Inosuke, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't. Yes. I guess it doesn't do it for me. Like the beginning, in the beginning, the first, the first episodes, first season, I was really liking it. Because we get to see Tanjiro like doing that training montage, um, and you know him him worried about his sister and all that. So I liked that. That was like interesting. But then it just started to kind of feel repetitive. Find a demon, kill the demon, gotta save everyone. Um, I don't know. I guess that's just a me thing, you know. But yeah. I was hoping for more. I I, I don't know. Yeah, I I, I will say. Um, similar to how we were talking to bring up Scooby-Doo again and like shows and everything that that is called like the engine of your show like, like and when you're like pitching right. stuff to people you gotta say like oh what you're doing from week to week and you have to remember that a, a lot of anime like shonen anime they are manga first and they're in Shonen Jump which is a weekly yeah. comic thing and I don't know how much you guys know about like the intensity of like the manga industry and how, like, yeah. how good it is yeah. but like in each issue of Shonen Jump, like at the end, like readers, there's like a poll of like what you liked or what you did, and like you can submit that in, and based on that, the series will either continue or not. Mm-hmm. So like when you have that consistent engine of like, okay, this is what's going to happen week to week, and like we'll progressively reveal more of the world and right. how it works and everything, but like the basic structure is find demon, uh, uh, get demon blood. Uh, Tanjiro's having trouble. Nezuko wakes up and helps. Uh, Zenitsu falls asleep and helps. Right. Uh, and those case there being wacky, like you, you know what to expect, and they'll keep coming back because they see that. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I think that's another that's another thing that can be said, because it's weird, right? Because watching watching an anime weekly is such a different experience from watching an anime as in like oh you waited for a couple of episodes to come out and then you're watching all those episodes together and it's like the same thing as it's the same thing where you're like oh am i going to read this manga weekly as it comes out legally or am i going to go on a website uh demon slayer dot demon slayer dot manga dot co and reading it um that way because i think that completely changes the experience right like the way i feel obviously if you wa- if you binge an 120-something anime, 120-something episode anime, where you have, like, a, a sort of monster of the week format, you're gonna get bored after a little while. But, 
if you would if you were to have if you were to like be watching the anime weekly as it came out i don't think it i, w- I don't think the blow would be as like as um uh what am i as yeah as, you wouldn't notice it you wouldn't as notice harsh. it as much you and i think i think that like as an art form you you kind of have to think about what it was created for and like I, it, it's tough though right because a lot, obviously, a lot of people are going to be watching this stuff on streaming services, and so you kind of have to criticize it that way. But I, I think that, like, as as it was intended to be consumed, it's not that bad in terms of re- 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 repetitiveness. So, <laughs> yeah. What do you like in anime? Like, what, what, like, even like tropes wise, what, what, yeah. what do you guys really enjoy? Like, what, what makes you watch an anime? Like, yo, this one is it. This is it. When it because yeah. because that was what was so confusing to me when we were talking about it off air last week is that you you guys both ad- admitted that Demon Slayer was good, well. but like but when I brought up like comparing it to Photo Metal Alchemist, which was also a, a shock hearing that you guys hadn't seen that, uh, like saying that it was like the Full Metal Alchemist right, of the new it. generation. Right, we get it. Like, yo, we get it. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I, I'm trying to understand. What you also haven't seen. <laughs> Unspeakable. <laughs> Attack on Titan, yes, because it's whack. What did you just say? Attack on Titan is whack. All right, whatever. I, okay, anyway. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna keep my opinion reserved about that one because there's literally no winning. I know <laughs> your opinion. It's no, you don't. Okay, the, Attack what is on your Titan. Opinion? Tell me your opinion. Okay, I think Attack on Titan is objectively better than Demon Slayer in most aspects. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Um, But also, like, they're two completely different shows with different, like, motivations and, like, what kind of how their methods of storytelling. So, like, but I do do feel the same way about Demon Slayer as I do about Attack on Titan, where it's just, like, I can't bring myself to care. Um, So, yeah. Listen, I am I am Switzerland. To, to, to answer your question, John Luke, of like tropes I hate, actually, um, uh, multiple oh. characters dying a lot is something mm. something I hate. like. Death is a great vehicle for storytelling. Right. Like it, it's big. You have like the moment of the death itself, how it impacts the right. world and the characters around them. It's a great opportunity for growth and everything. It can also be super overused, mm-hmm. and like if I don't care about the character who's dying, or if every character dies without giving me enough time to care about it, that doesn't get me invested in your series. Right. And if people miraculously come back from death after you kill all these people, it's like, what That's are you doing? That's the worst. Thing. I hate <laughs> rebirth so much. It is. It is the most. Dude, vile. the only, the only, the only exception I can give is Dragon Ball. Because that's a Why? mechanic. Because that's like th- that's different. Yeah. Because because the characters have to actively go through a process to like revive somebody, and it's not just yeah. like. And also, it, before the power scaling got ridiculous, yeah. like it was an arduous task to bring someone back to life because you had to search for these seven magical balls, and if someone else had balls. a ball in their possession, it usually led to a fight or some other conflict. Yeah. It wasn't just oh I'm better now or I didn't actually die. That was just the ruse. <laughs> I hate. It was oh my god. Okay. Okay. Here, here's the thing too, right? About about the whole rebirth trope, I hate as a consumer being deceived, and it, it, it's because there's a difference, right? There's a difference between like you being deceived and you're like, oh, I was tricked, but it was like really clever, be, like having a death be a fake out where it was like, oh, you thought I died, but I actually didn't. <laughs> that, oh my gosh, that makes my blood boil, and so many, so many things do, so many pieces of media do that, and it's legitimately annoying. 
Would you but consider I will say, John John's death a fake out? No, because because we we never really saw him die. True. I don't know who John John is. You Avatar? know who Master John John is. At, at Aang's oh, first mass, oh, Aang's oh, first oh, firebending master. Oh, the fire teacher. When did when did he die? When when, when the fire nation what? came to. When the Fire Nation came to attack, you don't remember? I, va- I vaguely remember I, exactly I, what happened to him, but I know he like they thought he got clipped. I, I never thought John John. Died. I must have missed that. I part. mean, I'm no, because no, I never like I never thought he died either. But that's that's because they didn't show him dying. They they show they showed the gang leaving as as John John was protecting everyone. But like, you know. Uh, it, it was I I was surprised to see him in the White Lotus, I guess, but I only guess because I just thought he got captured or something. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think in terms of, like, death and, like, a lot of death, the only way to, like, make a lot of death effective is if the fact that there is a lot of death is the point. And, like, they're trying to say something about, like, the the nature, like, the, the hopelessness or, like, the nature of death, you know? Like, that shows where the whole point is. Not, not, e- it's like, yeah, but that one is also a, just a tired trope in general. Like, so many people try to do it and it just ends up being wrong. But... Or I, I think I think it's best when like uh, shows do death where it, like it rips your heart out or like you know that somebody's gonna die but the fact that they die is not the important part it's like why they die how they die that that makes it important yeah like honest honestly the the death well well, well uh, I I should care about the death and the character and everything the the main point of the death should be to help the other characters of the world. Don't just do it for like, oh my gosh, they died for the audience or anything. How does this affect the other characters mm-hmm. in the world? I do think, I do think that it's good to use somebody's death to like establish a threat, as long mm-hmm. as the character mm-hmm. you use for that death, their story arc is finished or something. Please, I like do. I hate it when when threads are like loose and then the character just get like gets killed off, like and. I actually, I actually like. I that. No, well, I don't. I don't because most people, most like people, don't do it well. Because there's a difference between mm. like, there's a difference between like, they don't get to fulfill their dreams and like the the whole point of the death is like they didn't get to like complete their story arc or whatever, and it's like really emotional and really sad. And there's a difference between like the writers just being like, ah, we're done with it, we don't really care, and then we kill them off. Like that, that hurts. Mm. That because that that's just like you mm. had potential and you didn't even like try. Oh, ooh, ooh, sorry. I'm I'm going I'm going off like a million <laughs> tangents right now. Off. Um but I like another thing I hate about death is like when characters seem to just kind of move on after a death happens so quickly. Like I it, you're telling me that these characters who have like like especially in animes where it's like children getting conscripted into war or something and their friend dies and then mm-hmm. like they just move on to the, No, no. Are you kidding me? What? Like you tell me your 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 friend or not even your friend you just saw somebody die in front of you in your arms bleeding to death in an agony and you're just like oh man this is really sad in the next episode you're just fine where's the therapy I want to see counseling in these shows dude Full Metal Alchemist has one of the best deaths I've seen because like it it, it happens early on enough in the series and it impacts the rest of the series. Mm. Like, like, like that person still gets mentioned later on because like 
the characters still miss him. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, there's there's one moment when the the character runs into the person that kills him, and like, it, it it's it's so cathartic but also uncomfortable seeing him enact that revenge. Oh, is that that scene that I, that I mentioned before? That that scene. No. No, that's not that I, scene. I don't think. Oh, wait, 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 wait. N- name the sin that you think it was? Uh, I don't know, but I know that uh, there was a lot of fire. <laughs> it, 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 was it the one... Oh, the well, of course there's a lot of... Okay, was it the one that had the spear? It was... It, it was it was the one that looked like uh, they shop at Hot Topic. What? Man, I, I <laughs> wish that narrative... It, well, okay, okay. What, what, was it in what looked like tunnels or a chasm, or was it in a big white room? I'm, I'm just going to find out her name. Um. <laughs> uh, it's oh, it's a, it, it's a... Wait, wait. Okay, did they have long flowing hair or dreadlocks? I actually can't tell based on the... Because uh... you said her, which makes you think that it's lust... Wait, wait, what? I actually don't know if it's... The, the... Oh, is that a dude? Uh, it's Envy. Yeah, okay, okay, yep, 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 yeah, that is the scene. Okay, yes. yes. I thought I, I thought Envy, was a, series, I thought Envy was a woman this entire time. Um, I am begging you. Well, you, you would know that he wasn't if you... I'm sorry, I'm never sorry, never okay. Never mind, yeah, never mind, never mind, never mind. I'm not, I'm not gonna gatekeeper and criticize people for... What, you, you watch what you want to watch. I just highly recommend Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. If there's anyone out I'm there who watch. has not watched anime or does not like anime, like, that is literally the anime I would recommend for them to start on. Because, one, you can watch it in dub because the dub is good. It doesn't have uh, obscene amounts of fan service, which I know is a big turnoff for a lot yeah. of people who are getting into anime. And the story's really good, and it's not that long. It's a con- it's a easy, digestible anime. I just, I don't know. For yeah. the, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not knocking the show at all. It's just, like, I think I never watched it because I knew it was so popular because it's the, the highest rated anime on myanimelist.com. Um, ah, contrarian. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly 100% contrarian in that part. That's that's legitimately my reasoning. Like, I, I'm just like, oh man, I, I don't want to watch the the highest rated anime, but it's probably highest rated for for a reason, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it, it's okay. I've done that before too. Like, it gets annoying when a lot of people are talking about it, which is why I'll stop talking about Although, it. Although I do have but a I question. I needed to do this episode as like therapy. I have a question. Um, is brother yes. is brotherhood is brotherhood better? I would say that it's better. I haven't seen Full Metal Alchemist, the uh, original mm. anime, the 2003 anime series in its entirety. But the difference is the uh, the original, the 2003 one, was coming out while the anime was still being written. Right. And because of that, it like got ahead a little bit and had to kind of tell its own story or like make uh. educated guesses. Brotherhood is a more faithful adaptation to the manga. I see. I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like it, it's kind of like a Hunter Hunter uh, original versus Hunter Hunter twenty eleven kind of situation. Yes. Okay. Interesting. I'll I'll definitely have to give it a watch eventually. Um, Please. Yeah. <laughs> eventually, <laughs> never. Dude, you know you know what's you know what's so funny like, uh, uh, the F- F- FMA Brotherhood came out when I was uh, what's that? I can't do math. Oh my gosh! Oh wow, I'm bad. I it came out when I was five. Just say the year. It came out when I was five. Okay, so 2008. 2009. It 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 started on April 5th, 2009. So just before I turned six. Ah, uh, gotcha. 
Jeez, dude. I'm 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 young. I'm young. That's that's crazy. Both of you guys are younger than SpongeBob. And that's dude, I like the fact was, what, ugh, that makes me feel weird. SpongeBob was like 1990 something. It was 99. Yeah. Oh, uh, May 1999. I thinking younger meaning before. Um, I think <laughs> <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> how do you guys how do you guys feel about tournament arcs? Um, I it, it, it's a, it's a set. So tournament arcs have a very high floor mm-hmm. and the potential for a high ceiling. But a lot of times, what do you mean by that? Like I don't think by a high ceiling. So so when when something has like a a high floor, mm-hmm. that means that they have like a high upside. So so like if if someone has like a low floor and a high ceiling, that means okay, it can be like really bad, or like really good. Mm-hmm. But when you have a high floor, like the the bar is okay. Uh, if it, if it's a tournament arc, you're at least gonna get some cool fights, right. some interesting interactions. And, like, you have that set of rules that kind of, like, give you some, like, stakes and a story and conflict and all that. But I, th- I feel like a lot of times, either one, that it, it, it gets, like, the, uh, I think I would have liked the tuning exams better, uh-huh. as an example, if it finished. But the point was that it didn't finish. So, like, it's, yeah, it's a decent tournament arc, but, like, it was incomplete. Like, a lot of tournament arcs can struggle to be good from beginning to end in tor- in terms of like the tournament itself. Like you consider Heaven's Arena a tournament arc, but like we've barely got to see much of that tournament. Mm-hmm. I I think I think in, I I would actually say that tournament arcs have a have a very low floor, but it, it's like I think a tournament arc in a good show has a high floor and a tournament arc in a bad show has a abysmally low floor. And like, because it, it's here's the thing, right? I think in in good shows with like good character writing and, and good stakes, tournament arcs can like elevate elevate everything to like a high extent. But in, in in a show where like the stakes are not good and there's no character development, the tournament arc is like literally so boring because you just don't care. Um, so it's like that's interesting because even in shows like Record of Ragnarok. There was at least one fight that I really, like, got invested in. I don't... Okay. I don't think that I, counts, because Record of Ragnarok, the whole point of the show is that it's a tournament is, arc. Is, yeah, it's, so, like a, it's yeah, a tournament. Yeah, so it's like, shows like Record of Ragnarok, Tower of God, um, which, okay, Tower of God delves out, is like, gets out of the tournament arc thing. Isn't there but a whole like, uh, Dragon Ball movie about tournament? Like there are so many tournament the, arcs the, in Dragon, Dragon Ball. I would argue that yeah, Dragon Ball kind of like I think is it, it popularized yeah. the tournament arc because like the Budokai and those were always structured well because again oh and this is something else that I mentioned to uh, John Luke that I want to reiterate uh, on air as well. I think anime is at its best when it's acting like pro wrestling. Yeah. So so take um, the tournament arcs in Dragon Ball. By the way, you have like your individual stories. You have your colorful cast of characters. They interact with one another. It's not always about who's stronger because they're the the rules of the Budokai tournament. If you get a ring out, you win. Yeah. If you knock your opponent out, you win. So you don't always have to technically be stronger, but you have those moments when like characters are fighting from underneath or they're, they're at a disadvantage and they're trying to work their way back in, and like, yeah, it's just. It, it it it's such a breeding ground for good content and storytelling because it, it's sports. 
sports has built-in stories to it. Right. It's just you do just have to find it. There's always an underdog. There's always uh, someone who's like trying to see if they still got it. There's so many like tropes in and of itself that make tournament arcs great. Yeah. One I don't know. I cannot stand. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Go ahead. I just cannot stand the uh, internal monologues. Uh, Man, it just no, it dude. Really... I love those. No, okay. I love Listen, it. like when it's just like everyone is literally doing it in a fight. It's just like, dude, just fight, just fight, bro, bro. Just, just say Hunter, Hunter, think... bro. Just say Hunter, Hunter, bro. You can no, say it. it's, it's like okay. You don't need to think about every move. Oh, he's doing. But you do. That's like, that's the point. That like, I, I, I listen, just I can I see what not... you mean in terms of pacing. Yeah, it just really. But like, because like Dragon Ball Z is another bad offender of mm-hmm. that, partially because like uh, they had to add a lot of filler to it so that they wouldn't catch up to the manga. Right. But I I will say I like the internal monologues because I love it when my characters actually have to think yeah okay like, like they actually have to plan and strategize I can watch them think i don't need to necessarily see them like i don't know them being like you know? so you would rather read their mind no just like i would just rather ha- see them like use a skill that they have to like outsmart someone i don't need to be like Inside okay. their brains, like how they're See, calculating. But I See, love the no. reasoning that they use to that. Skill. I, I I disagree. I disagree because I genuinely think that the average viewer is not smart enough to pick up on certain things like that. But and, I don't and having even... and ha- okay, I okay, Jai have you know the Heaven's Arena arc in Hunter Hunter? No, I haven't seen Hunter Hunter. Oh right, right. I forgot you're uncultured. Never mind. Um, but oh, <laughs> you're the one who hasn't seen Full Metal Alchemist. I don't want to hear that from so someone who hasn't seen Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> I feel like all of us can't really. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> I Attack on Titan is mid at best. The fight, the fight what? between, the fight between, Gon, and um, Jai. Do you care? No, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna spoil it like crazy, it. but I'm gonna watch it and then like you know I'll be like, oh, that's the think the thing John Luke was talking yeah. about. Yeah, Jai. On a scale of one to John Luke, how much do you care? John Luke. Okay, so you don't mm, care. Okay, cool. C- continue. So yeah. <laughs> the fight, the fight between Gon and Hisoka would not be the same without the internal monologue. the The fight between the fight between Hisoka and and what's his face. The other dude that was there, I genuinely forgot his name, but he he was the one that... Oh, oh, yeah, the one who made the clone. Yeah, yeah. The fight would not be the same without yeah. in, without the internal monologues. That's, like, the whole point. And if you, if you were to take the, if you were to take those fight scenes and just play them out, it, the, the impact would not be the same because the average viewer would simply not pick up on the things that were happening. Like, it, it's just... The, the internal monologue is all part of it, you know? And I... That's, that's part of the reason why I think that watching hunter hunter is better than reading it because tagashi did not skip on skimp on the text like genuinely reading Facts. it is like legitimately bad i you guys you guys had probably seen the walls of text that is not an exaggeration oh but, yeah <laughs> oh yeah but i think it's uh, so important j- go ahead yes oh god no no don't 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 I'd leave say me this. Uh, i was gonna bring up i'd say yeah, yeah, go for it if we are invested in this fight, because these two characters 
have beef or like, I don't know, someone killed homie's mother, then I'm okay with the internal monologue because it's like, ooh, these two, I'm already wanting to see this fight and like, okay, seeing them think about mm. the moves is, is, is fine. As long as it's fast. Okay. Cause, I, but if it's like, Yeah, because like, I, I remember my point now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how, how do you feel about stuff like Death Note then? Um, well, Death Note, the thing is, they were never really fighting like like how they do in like Hunter Hunter, you know, where people are like going toe to toe. They're like doing mm. these mind battles. So that's why it's okay, because they're literally playing chess, basically. But, so why is but, it but different? Fights are also. Why is it different? Wait, John, you you pr- you you practice martial arts, don't you spar? Yeah, but like there, but, you know, there's a mental element. There is a yes, there's a mental element, but you're not seeing someone think like, you know, like their thoughts out loud. Like you're just watching them fight. So when someone's fighting, it's like it's a very moment to moment thing. Yes, you're thinking, but like if I'm like. You know, watching the person, like, think as they're doing this, like, slash, it just slows the fight down for me. But, like, in Death Note, you mm-hmm. have them thinking about their next move because it's like, all right, we have to move, like, this police unit to get here, then he's going to do this thing, we have to trick him. So that's different. Like, they're just moving chess pieces around. They're not, like, fighting in a room where things are happening in, like, seconds, you know? So that's the difference. The time. The Dude, time in between. I think, I think that, like... Maybe you're just watching because, like, the fights with the internal monologues, like, the hype of it doesn't come from the fight itself. The hype comes from the internal monologue and like what's happening in the fight. You know, I guess that I guess well, that's why for me, that's why for me, it's like the fights with the internal monologues don't seem slow to me because it's just like, it, no, you wouldn't get that again if it's, like, if yeah. it's you. You're, you're almost like thinking along with the character yeah. trying to figure out how to beat them. No, person. but sometimes they're just so like straightforward type things where it's like it's, we just saw him do that type thing you know we just saw him do this crazy uh, move yeah, or whatever that's, that's fair and it's like my guy yeah. I, don't, I don't need to see that I don't need you to, to tell fair. me what just happened I that's will say something. that it can be it can uh, be another, done badly yeah yeah I, I another thing kind of branching off of that too uh, was uh, another trope that I dislike is like the side characters who just like tell you what's happening after you see it happen yeah what did he um, just blow up that bridge? Oh. Like yes, he did. We, we he just used his special technique. <laughs> I like I like give an example. What he survived his special technique? No one's ever survived his special technique before. <laughs> I, I I'll give an example. Um, for that last episode of the second season of of Demon Slayer, like spoilers. <sighs> okay, I guess spoilers. <laughs> so Tanjiro <coughs> is gonna help my boy out to fight the demon, right? And it's like, he's been sitting there for a minute because he's tired. But it's like, we were mm-hmm. wondering, you know, when he would get up. And then, you know, he's like, oh my gosh, if I don't get up, this could be our last chance. I must go now. Where it's like, I would have much rather just seen him, like, get up and then just, like, go for it, you know? Um, however, I know, like, that's, like, the style of thing where it's like, he's got to say everything he's doing. But like, well, yeah, because I I love to know why they're doing the thing. But dog, yeah. you know why he's doing that? Because my man's has him in the grip, <laughs> so he's like, I gotta do this. <laughs> you know why no. he's getting? Uh uh-uh, uh, no, okay. No, it's it's never like that because it's like, yeah, of course you have subtext. That's that's why subtext exists. Yeah, yeah, and the internal monologue it explains that subtext for you 
in a realm where like it might be uh, difficult to get that something. Of course he wants to save him, but why does he want to save him? What do you him? mean yeah. why so he doesn't die? And that's what the internal monologue <laughs> is for. So he doesn't die. That's not just it. Oh my So God. that he doesn't escape. That the demon doesn't escape and he gets his head chopped off. That's what he's doing. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> I, anyway, nah, whatever. You know, whatever. Uh, it, no, he was just you, gonna run away. And, and you want to know why? And you want to know why he was probably psyching himself up, and why it was so important for him to stand up is because he, the last Hashira he fought with, he couldn't do anything, and that person died. Maybe that's why he needed to hype himself up. Yeah. Like, Yo, you have to go now. No, you he didn't have hype to himself. not let another All person die. All he did was die. just say like, "This is the last chance to kill the demon because he got him in the holds." That's all he said. Bro, bro, but you're missing, like, the point. Because, no, because there's a... You know what? You know, I we can get into this, and we might actually get into this into a, few, into a future episode. But for now, for now, let's table this, okay, guys? Listen, everybody, I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Three Cousins Do a Podcast. If you're interested in hearing more and hearing how incredibly wrong Jai is, then be sure to follow us on all social media, on Instagram, and, and on Spotify at Three Cousins Do a Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to share with everyone you love. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Watch Full Metal Alchemist.